welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome back to Fracture Line. Today, we're honored to have on a Dr. Mauricio Velasquez as our guest host. Dr. Velasquez, thank you so much for joining us in Fracture Line. It's truly an honor to meet you. As always, I, I kind of like the guest host to just introduce themselves a little bit. Tell us a, a little bit about your background, about yourself, and where you're practicing right now. Thank you to you all for the invitation. My name is Mauricio Velasquez. I'm from Colombia. I work in a city named Cali. I work as a thoracic surgeon. I've been doing thoracic, general thoracic surgery for about 14 years now. And I work probably 700 bed facility in the Southwest of the country. Due to the location of my hospital, I have to deal with a lot of trauma cases. Uh, we have a fellowship here, a program in acute care surgery, and we share a lot of moments doing the traumatized patients. And during probably 10 years, I've been operating on the thoracic trauma cases and teaching these trauma fellows to do the surgery in the thoracic world. But also I have to work a lot in oncology, in cancer patients, and make a lot of reconstructions of the thoracic world. That's my background. Mauricio, it's always good to see you. We've had the pleasure of meeting in person several times over the last few years. I think the first time we met, you came to Salt Lake City or to Park City, presented a case of a gunshot wound, rib fracture repair after a gunshot injury. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And I had the opportunity to work and make this paper in the Cardiothoracic Journal of Trauma about penetrating injuries to the thoracic wall and the reconstruction. So we ask questions that sometimes are serious and sometimes are completely off the radar. I don't see a CWIS pin on that lapel. You got four different pins there, but you don't have a CWIS pin. He needs one of those. Mail them two, so we have a spare. <laughs> Mauricio, so Sarah gave us a little tidbit of information that you're part of this Metagames. And I, I have to admit, I never heard anything about Metagames before, but it sounds very interesting. To be clear, Sarah said that not only are you part of it, their team is the winner of the games. Tell us a little bit about this. I mean, I was ignorant to it until Sarah has jotted it out. And um, like so tell us things. about the Metagames. Okay. I've been playing soccer since I was probably five years old. So soccer has been part of my life. And during the med school, we played a lot and we built this friendship around soccer. But suddenly one of our partners went to the United States and they were invited to play in this World Soccer Medical Tournament. It's been like a, since 1974 or something like that. It started in Barcelona from a pulmonologist. He started all this adventure and it takes place every year. We gather like the this year, we gather in Argentina. And there were like probably 700 physicians, different specialties, and all of them were playing soccer. It was a very nice time. And I bring this to show you our first participation as a Colombia soccer medical team was in the United States. I know if you can see the poster. That's fantastic. I love yes, it. Yes, I have. Here's my like my badge. That's and all awesome. of these countries participated that time. That year we, we didn't win, but this year 
we have two different uh, categories. One is like the free age category. The only requisite is to be a physician, graduated physician. And also you have like the senior category. You have to be above 45 years old to play in this part. And this year we were second. We were only beaten by Brazil, but it was very interesting to participate in. And in the free category, we won. We get the, the championship this year, which was our first time to win this tournament. That's awesome. Congratulations. That sounds amazing. How many rib fractures are you dealing with on the soccer field there? Like a lot of people <laughs> ribs. I mean, 45 and over, might be some osteoporotic bone out there. Can I just quickly <laughs> note that that would be Sarah Ann's age group too? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go I actually was wondering, when someone gets hurt on the field, did the entire fans all come down onto the field to help out? Imagine how funny is that because everybody starts screaming, call a doctor, call a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I saw on the website also golf, which is a very non-doctor sport. What other sports are there today? This is specifically for soccer, but there is also a different tournament, which is the Medi Games have been also since 1960 and it's like an Olympics and all you need to do is be a physician and you can participate in a lot of sports, golf, tennis, soccer, also biking and a lot of sports. And I think the, this year it was in Portugal and next year is going to be in Naples, in Italy. Should Seawas put together a team, a football yeah, team? Yeah, I was just going to say, we got to get, oh, sure. get a Seawas team. Everybody can participate. It did have bowling on the website, you okay, guys. Bowling. I'm not sure that bowling is a sport. Like, <laughs> I mean, you already have this stack, though. We're ready. We're halfway there. How about skiing? Like, I didn't see the skiing on the website. I no. All right, there's no yeah, winners. Only that in Naples, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know if with... it's south or west of the equator, Sarah Ann. So yeah, you, know you mind your manners there. You mind your manners. You're you're speaking <laughs> to an elderly person. <laughs> so, Mauricio, tell us about your last chest wall injury case that you operated on. Give us the one minute summary. Yeah, it was yesterday, and uh, it was okay. yesterday, and it was external fracture. Uh, this guy was riding a motorcycle, and he was hit by a big truck. He was hitting his left leg, and also I don't know why, just the sternum, but it was broken just in the middle, in the in the middle third of the sternum. It was a transverse fracture, and it it has like an oblique pattern. So although he didn't have any rib broken, it was very unstable, and uh, this guy has a lot of pain. So I decided to fix him and uh, I saw him in early this morning and he was doing so well probably we're sending him home tomorrow tell us the technique what kind of plates and in what configuration okay I used a sternal lock system it was not a longitudinal plate it's like an X and that gives the sternum more stability plus I use eight screws did you let the orthopedist go first or did you elbow him out of the way and say the sternum is more Whoa. important this guy was intubated and they did the fixation first after that this guy went to the ICU and they extubated him and as soon as he was in a better behavior i take him to the or very nice you go to question one what kind of teams do you think we should start question two do you think we should have practice at the summit and question three tryouts you know what that's a good point tryout bring your high top chuck connors (laughs) and your gym shorts and we'll have a little yes yes (laughs) it did say they had i looked at the website carefully they have javelin 
They have the shot put. What if we had a section of the ballroom just for shot put and javelin? Now, how cool would that be? Now, that would set us aside from other societies. People would be like, you know, I was trying to decide, should I go to like this meeting or this meeting? But then CWIS had javelin throwing. So I decided, oh, I'll go there, right? You can put yes. a figure of Tom yes. as a target. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Thank you. What if we had some sort of rib fracture related game? See how fast you can fix the sternum and then you go over and you yes. reduce a fracture or you find my a couple game. fractures on ultrasound. That'd be fun. Yeah, my game sounds more fun. Does it involve yeah. shotgun a beer first or something? Yeah, or? definitely. Well, that's yeah, game. I feel like my game sounds a little more related to Medi Olympics than your well, game. You it's got to be like, the, like table tennis at the last meeting. Yes. It has to involve drinking. It cannot be sober and play table tennis. And it's North Carolina, I'm, so I think it should be moonshine. I did see badminton on the website, you guys. I could see getting into some fierce competition over badminton in Charlotte. Yeah. Mauricio, are you you're gonna come visit us in April in North Carolina? Can we see you then? Yes, certainly. I'm preparing a, yes. a small poster to share with you. Very interesting case. The reconstruction of the posterior fractures is very challenging with a new system. Well, it's, it's not very new, but we're using it recently. So I'm gonna share it with you because it gives you a lot of tools to solve posterior fractures, which are very challenging. Excellent. And the deadline for that is two weeks from today. November. <laughs> Midnight, no forgiveness. Um, Now, Dr. Velasquez, Dr. Prisco is new. Do you want to show him where on the body those posterior fractures are? Do you want to just point (laughs) to it? He's so kind of new. I'm a visual learner. I can't (laughs) read a poster. So make sure your poster has lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. He's got to tilt his head back, though, or forward because he can't see over that mustache. So he's got to. That's true. I'll have to look like this. Oh my gosh, if you don't shave that thing till April, your wife is going to kick your butt. All right, guys. Well, Mauricio, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Let's move on to uh, the next section. Let's do some updates, Sarah Ann. What do we got for updates for CWIS? Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's so good to see you. As far as updates, of course, November 30th is our deadline. Don't miss it. You will be sad because there will be no extensions. Sal over here is a little bit stressed. We have announced a couple of times about the website switchover happening on December. December 1st. And it turns out when that switchover happens for at least 24 hours, our domain will be going down, which I think probably won't be a really great idea for people that are putting in their abstracts at the 11th hour, which could be at least a few people. So we, um, <laughs> there you go. So Ooh, um, he dropped the mic. He just, I know. See, that's a shout I was going right to call out Dr. Erickson, but he wasn't oh, going to start a fight. case right now. So I decided I was going to spare him, but you know, there's that. Nonetheless, I I think we may have to delay that just a little bit, which won't be the worst thing in the world. But what that does mean is that then we'll have to delay registration for the summit because we can't register in the old system and then switch it over. This is your official notification. If you wanted to be the first person to register for the summit on December 1, you are going to have to hold tight on your money and you can be the first person to register whenever you know it goes live. Oh, Dr. Erickson is back and I shouted him out for being late anyway. <laughs> well, Yeah, Zach, he says he's always on time. I don't know, man. That is exciting and coming quickly. What that also means is we can't open registration for a December case review until we figure out if we're going to be in old system or new system. Feel free to register in the old one for now. And if so, I'll transfer your registration over manually later. So December may just be a little bit of fudging in the system back and forth. Don't stress if you can't put your registration in one way or the other. We'll get you. It'll work out. I think that's kind of my only thing. But then by January, for sure, we are good to go. 
oh, and the other fun thing about January, for those who know Dr. Greg Simone, he is a Disney fanatic. The man knows everything about Disney there is to know. And you may remember that the East meeting this year is in Orlando. Does he know their the crappy missions? I, you know, we haven't actually been able to delve that far into okay. his knowledge base. <laughs> should clear up I feel like that. we've stayed more surface level than that. But I think he does actually have a goal that he may have recently achieved. I'm not confident, but to visit all of the Disney's worldwide. Like he's been, I believe, to the Tokyo one. I know he's been to the Paris one a couple of times. Why like, don't we have him on Fracture Line to tell us about it? Well, maybe I will book him next. Okay. Um, he knows a lot about Disney and he has selected a phenomenal place for our East get together in January. So if you are going to East, plan on a terrific event. Are you, are you gonna reveal where it's at? Tell me it's in Epcot. I want to drink around the world. Tell me it's in Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the name of the place. He just sent it to me. Zach, and we'll said, go to Epcot. This we'll is the place, you know? There you go. Yeah, he just said, this is the place to go. And I said, okay. All right, this is where we do the final stitch. I'll go first. I'm thrilled to have Dr. Mauricio as our guest today. He developed a friendship over the years. He's been a committed member and contributor to CWIS. He's an ambassador for our society south of the equator. And he is as pleasant in person and more attractive and more handsome in person than he is online, just to let you know. So thank you, Mauricio, for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for this invitation. And I hope more people is going to come to CWIS every year because of what we are doing. Indeed. I'll go. I got two. Got two final stitches and me. This guy does. I got one nice mustache and I got two final stitches. Sarah, let me get this closer one more time for Sarah. Oh my okay. gosh. First off, wow. it snowed, you know, six inches last night and the kids were like having a ball and it's just it's like my favorite time of year. The first real snow is just makes me so stoked. So that's my first one. My second one is my four-year-old daughter's birthday. Shout out to my daughter, Ryan Juliet Crisco. She turned four. So those are my two. Yay, happy Yay. birthday. All right, my final stitch. I'm just amazed that there are 47 people online right now, and there are that many people watching us do this. <laughs> I always, you know, you know, there's a lot of a lot of better things to do, better better things yeah. to do right now. Uh, but we, I really just shows um, the commitment that we do have of our members. I know 47 doesn't sound like a lot, but I think it's an amazing number just to start off the fracture line presentation and, and people commenting into it. You know, Dr. Edwards, Dr. Erickson, we love you guys. You definitely are part of the heart and soul of the society and want you all to just keep plugging away and giving us good signs. I'll go ahead and go. So I took the kids to go see Annie the Musical on Friday night. Beautiful musical. Uh, I'm thinking about changing my name to Dr. Daddy Warbucks. Any thoughts? You guys like it? Don't I like, like it. Make it official. Well, you, you, you've got the shoes. You don't need to worry about the shoes. So I think you're halfway there. You need to shave your head? I was thinking about it. I think that'd be a good look on me. I don't know. Just, I've done it. It's, it's, it's good really overrated. But no, I, I do want to put it once again. Well, guys, donate to the fundraiser. We're doing a great job. We're over 6000 dollars already trying to get to that ten thousand dollar mark i think that we can do it today it's gonna to be awesome if we can so please if you're online you know just make a contribution uh, it's quick and easy and uh sarah Ann has put the link in the chat several times so thank you all for donating that have done it thus far it really is truly helping people be uh, active and engaged with CWIS, and it's awesome i will go next so mine is actually a shout out to the salt lake city police department niece and nephew they were in town and as it turns out kids these days they don't know what phones on the wall look like anymore and my mom still has a phone on the wall 
for emergency sake. I don't really know. You know, she's sure that her cell phone won't work in an emergency. So she still has a landline in their house, which I also think is adorable. But so there was a dare to dial 911 and just see what happens. Oh, and it turns <laughs> out that if you do dial 911 and then hang out, the police still come. So yeah. there was a child hang up call at grandma's house. <laughs> and then Salt Lake City Police Department showed on up. <laughs> and then the police officers very kindly sat down a very cheerful six-year-old boy and explained why we don't call the police. Every kid should experience that <laughs> at least once. There were tears. I that out the hard way there too. were a yeah. lot of tears and it was a traumatic weekend at grandma's house. But, but Mark, that was like said, last week. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just last weekend, but they were like, dude. Just check it, guys. Exactly. It's adorable that he's six. Less cool that you're 40, man. But yeah, so. But they were, they were comparing mustache. Yeah. Came to the door and I was like, huh, yours looks nice. Mine's nicer. <laughs> I just wanted some tips. I just wanted to know how you do it. That's that's how we do fracture line right there. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Dr. Velasquez, did you have a shout out you wanted to give to anybody before we wrap this all up? No, I'm just going uh, to go to train soccer. This yeah. afternoon is my soccer afternoon. <laughs> okay. Don't trip. Nice. Awesome. All right, man. Don't fall on your chest. Well, thanks again for joining us, everybody.